This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Jakey's mom has got it going on. Jakey's mom has got it going on. Jakey's mom has got it going on. Jakey, can I come over after school? After school, we can meet up near. He's a chipmunk too. Chipmunk too. Did your mom get back from a shopping trip? Shopping trip. I like the way she bakes and how she makes chocolate chips. And I know that she's married, I need some advice. Cause if she gets with me, I'll take her to Club Paradise. Jakey's mom has got it going on. She's all out, and your dad seems like such a charm. Jakey, don't you see? Really love your mom's cookies. I really need to know. Fuck you, John. What the fuck was that? So it was just a parody of Stacy's mom, but it was about your mom. But it was about my mother. Yeah, it a, it's called Jakey's mom. Yeah, the... it made me feel quite uncomfortable. <laughs> this guy says, that's rice. I'm back. I wrote a Weezer parody. I noticed all you did was make fun of my Instagram name. So I have, for the record, illegally changed my name from Jax1 underscore to Jance1. Try making fun of that. A schmear. <laughs> I make music with a band called Club Paradise. Find us on at this club. This is Club Paradise on Instagram. Also, come to Newcastle in England. Also, I'm calling out my friend John. He will listen to this, and I'm challenging him to a contest where we write intro songs. This can only be good for us. Yeah, this is great. This guy's great. He did the Weezer song, and now he's back. Check him out on Instagram, Jance1. Jance1. I actually would be down for him to be my daddy. Huh? Now that I think about it, my dad is a little bit of a chump. <laughs> a wiener. You want this a guy schnitzel. to be... <laughs> A wiener schnitzel. Yes. Would you exactly be okay that. if you found out one of your friends was dating your mother? Dating? Were they in love? Yes. Your mom says, I'm in love with um, Sean Jost from last, we- last week's episode. Sean, I might understand. Anybody else, I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but Sean can be your stepfather for the afternoon. Uh, yeah, I already call him Zaddy. <laughs> he can be your step-zaddy. What about a Kiki Challenge Jakey song? So as long as this guy's going to write another song, it could be the Jakey, Do You Love Me? And then we can have the Jakey Challenge which is people driving outside of their car to the Kiki parody song that Jance writes. You know a lot about pop culture. Yeah, it's popular, this culture. Mm. <laughs> you don't know about the Kiki Challenge? I don't. <gasps> you just dated yourself. Oh, and, and it was wonderful. I'm such a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, no, it is a very popular mame. Right. <laughs> it is on the Instagram. I live in a hole. And people are dancing. They're dancing outside their car as their cars are moving? That's right. They're ghost riding their whip. I see. Is this because you've been planning your wedding? You've sort of shielded yourself off to everything else in the outside world? Um, it's not like I don't want to, but yeah, that is what's happening. I like... I don't. I I haven't looked at Instagram today. Isn't that crazy? Is that a 
Is that legal? Like it's 4.20 p.m. Yeah. But I like worked out in the <laughs> early morning and then I was just like phone calls, driving, running errands, looking at invitations and place cards and all this. Well, not invitations. Those are done. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> basically as busy as you are with like regular work and then uh-huh. you stop and distract yourself with something else. Yeah. I stop doing regular work and I'm distracted by a wedding thing. So a wedding thing is like a part-time job, but you don't make money. You lose money. You make like a, an event. Exactly. You just sort of do worse at everything else in your life yep. and you slowly waste money <laughs> for a year. And then when your party happens, you're eating dinner and listening to speeches. And at the end of the night, the money's gone, but you have a memory of an event That's called a wedding. You, yeah. And you pay the photographer a pretty penny for some, <laughs> some choice photos. That's right. And where do those photos go? Nowhere, ever. <laughs> I'll put one on Instagram, and everybody better fucking like it, because it cost me an arm and a leg. <laughs> Can you afford it? No, I can't afford it. No, I can't afford it at all, but that's why I have so many people helping pay for it. My parents, Jill's parents, Jill. Uh, everybody is donating to this charity that is my wedding. <laughs> and it's my special night, and they give me cash, and then I get there, and everyone celebrates me, and they give a speech for me. <laughs> this, is your, this is your speech at my wedding? <laughs> I'll bribe you oh. with chicken and steak, and then you have to come and sing to me. You think you're so important, <laughs> don't you? I'm drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> you haven't even had a sip yet. Oh, yeah. Raise a glass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your name again? Right. I'm so fucked up from the grape juice. We're recording this before your wedding. It comes out the week of your wedding. Oh, the week that I'm in New York to be wed. Yeah, to prepare for the wed. Wow. The wed is will be dead by the time the following episode comes out. That's cool. So for now, you're still completely unmarried. Just like me. Bachelor baby. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, Ain't no ring. Ain't no thing. (laughs) You are wearing a ring, though. Yeah, well, I have to try it on and get used to it, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And it burns. This ring of fire. (laughs) Down, down, down. Uh, This is If I Were You. It's the only advice podcast on the internet. Hosted by me. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. And we got some questions from people who are in a sticky situation. They're in a difficult place in their lives. They want our advice because we're now both in our mid-30s. That's right. Jake's 33. Trey, Trey, baby. That great Larry Bird jersey, 33. Yeah, dude. I'm the Jesus age. Which makes you a little bit of a loser, a little Mm. bit of a miser, and a little bit wiser. And I'm wearing the goat jersey right now. Special shout out to (laughs) Amir Blumenfeld and LeBron James, the goat himself. Uh, This this was my birthday present, jersey number 23. That's right. Uh, That's how old I feel. I don't know about you. I don't know about ye, but I'm feeling 23. That's right. I don't know about ye, (laughs) but I'm feeling 33. (laughs) Everything will be out my back. (laughs) It really hurts me. So these are questions that I found today. Um, Questions from real people. We're going to give them fake names just to preserve their, one last time, anonymity. Anonymity. Here's one about D&D. Since you're feeling 33 and you're playing D&D. Oh, dude, I played... Five hours of D&D yesterday. <laughs> oh. Shit was emotional. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Don't be sorry to hear it. It was, honestly, the wedding's probably going to be pretty good, <laughs> but yesterday was the best day of my life. So, well, you don't. Even, you didn't even have to throw your wedding under the bus. It hasn't even happened yet. You well, nothing's just... going to, probably nothing's going to top what happened yesterday. Right, I won't just, spoil if it you th- because the episode hasn't come out yet. If you think for... that, you at the very least shouldn't say that on this podcast and yeah. don't say it on the day. Don't be like, on this the, is an amazing day. It's part day. of my vows. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not as good as my D and D. I'm not saying like oh I love you as much as D and D. I'm saying right. Like, um, I don't even like tread lightly. You don't even have to bring it up well, at I'm all. Just, I'm I want to be like this is one of the best days of yes. my life, and that way like leaves some room for interpretation. Everybody knows that like I'm happier when I'm playing D and D. Say and you then, don't even like, have say, to mean it. Just say this is the best day of my I don't life. Want to, surrounded I know, by my family I don't like to lie. Friends. I like this is one of the best days of my life. D and D is just lying, by the way. You're just creating a story. So pretend you're pretend you're creating a story where the wedding. Hard one, surefoot, bastard of the mountain, pride of the dwarfenage, the great axe of Iron Deep, <laughs> this is the your, oft dead. Your vows. <laughs> <laughs> Will you take right. me, you fair maiden? 
You wench voyage And lady. hard one takes you. <laughs> Kiss me. All right. This is a question. A guy. What do we want to call this guy? Uh, D, uh, if it's a D&D thing, oh, yeah. let's call him Old Cobb. That's a guy from our campaign. All right. Old Cobb writes, this is my situation. I'm going to be- not a... his voice is at all, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, so Old Cod. <laughs> not Cod. <laughs> you piece of shit. You what? heard Cobb the first time. <laughs> so Corn writes- <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna be a senior. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be a senior in college this coming fall, and just ended my junior year with an amicable breakup with my girlfriend of a few months. We both agreed to end things since there would be a distance issue during the summer, and we didn't want to force it. Well, we left things on good terms and agreed to try to reconnect in the future, but I haven't talked to her since. Here's my dilemma. While we were still dating last semester, one of her roommates started planning a D&D campaign for a few of her friends and offered for me to join. I never played before, but since I regularly listened to Not Another D&D Podcast, I was yeah. super excited to start and even created a whole character for myself with a backstory and everything. After the breakup, though, I figured I was out of the game, but my ex's roommate recently messaged me and said I can, I'm still welcome to play if I wanted to. So my question is this, should I agree to play? Would you guys play in a long-running table game uh, at your ex-girlfriend's apartment with her roommate? I left things in a good place with the girl I dated, but I ha- but having not talked to her all summer, things might be weird. Especially if the first time I see her again, I'm role-playing as a forest giant in her living room. I really just want to get into the game, but I don't want to be inconsiderate to my ex and make things weird. I figured Jake might have some wisdom since he's becoming quite the D&D nerd himself. Thanks for the help. Huge fan. Love, Old Cobb. Old Cobb. Uh, first of all, cool character. Horse giant. Sounds awesome. Uh-huh. Um, I really am blinded by love for D&D in this. I think he should play. So he's like, but is it easy to create a campaign? Like, can you just join another campaign or it's not, it's not that easy? It's not that. It's not that simple. Because, like, I think it, D&D is one of those things where you, it's really... Um, it's fun to like just jump in and play as a character, but it's kind of hard to find somebody who's a DM. It's like a very generous undertaking that somebody does. They like design the entire game and like make up a bunch of characters and stories and monsters and like guide this whole group through all of the role playing and the action. Yeah, but can't you just sort of like blindly stumble into a library, into the fucking erotica or fantasy section and grab a nerd who will like lead your little nerd party for the next six months? Like you'll do, you yeah. fucking greasy ass little like, pale loser. Kidnap someone with bad skin <laughs> and just make them DM. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're a huge nerd and you also didn't like D&D? I mean, at that point, what's the That's fucking... you. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're a huge nerd. <laughs> yeah, you're right. A, you're a greasy, <laughs> math-loving dweeb. You well, I love D&D. D&D. I'm actually a DM. You should just... Well, you, you should try to come up with a character. That's sort of like the first... Step. I thought I came up with a character. Yeah, but you sort of... You didn't fully embrace it. A magical calculator with a gnome hat that emerges from trees when everybody mentions numbers. That's cool. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't really be a magical calculator in d Hello. <laughs> Did somebody say boobless? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I actually do like the character. Bye-bye. This, is def- <laughs> this would definitely work. <laughs> <laughs> Eight times three, that's 24 for me. Hello. <laughs> I'm a Jewish abacus. <laughs> Call me Abigail. <laughs> Crunching the numbers here. Four. What did you roll? <laughs> Let me add them up. Did somebody say nine? Ooh, what a fail. <laughs> Is nine good or bad? Probably be bad. Yeah, awesome. it's pretty bad. Uh, all right, so you're saying go for it because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. What's the worst that can happen? You're on amicable terms. I think you did the right thing by not, like, trying your hardest to play. But if the roommate reached out, then I think – I guess you have to assume that she probably cleared that with – Yeah, I feel like I would want to be reaching out to the girl be like, hey, just so you know – your roommate reached out and wanted me to play. So I'm going to arrive on the day having had a character in mind. Mm-hmm. So you know. Forest and then giant. I'm not just surprising you that way. Mm-hmm. But 
That way you still get to play. You gave the girl a heads up. If it was like a non-amicable split, amicable split, if you cheated on her, she cheated on you, and there's this like weird animosity. Can that have you ever noticed that like in-person situations infiltrate the game where it's like, whoa, now we're like, because we were arguing about who should pay for pizza, now your character is a little crabby in the world. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of that on like our subreddit. Like, or no, somebody even might have written in to our podcast about it. Which is what? Maybe it was no, maybe it's on the D and D subreddit. Just that like sometimes the character, like the dynamic between friends, can be kind of like fraught, and you know it's not often that you get a group of people that just like plays really, really well together. Yeah. Um. But so I, so I guess that's like a reason to give this a shot if you think you're gonna have fun and you want to learn to play D and D. Then like you don't want to let something like your ex lives in that house stop you because you're not in the house when you're playing you are in the fictional realm of bohemia <laughs> well that's where you are they yeah, might they, I, yeah i don't know the, the name of their world but is there yeah. is there like a D campaign that takes place like in Reseda, and it's like i walk into a panda express and i order a two item combo all right roll there are definitely role playing games like that it's not D D per se but there are there are role playing games where that uh, where you can like play in a now campaign. Oh, I see. And it's just like whatever, everyday life. Yeah. But I think even then it, you would probably be like, I walk into Reseda, I order at Panda Expre- Express. There's an explosion in the back. Like, what do you do? Would you ever join another fantasy league? Like another D&D thing? That's right. Yeah, I would definitely do another D&D thing. Would it be hard to like keep your story straight? Like, wait, was I, did I kill myself here or was that in another world? I think with two characters, I'd be able to keep it pretty straight. I know hard one surefoot like the back of my fucking hand. <laughs> uh, and and I think it'd be fun to do a campaign where that wasn't recorded so I could just like really be loose. Yeah, just say some really fucked up things. Yeah, fucking no filter. Yeah. I don't have that much of a filter anyway. <laughs> I got sued last week. But it would be fun to be a different character. How how interested are you uh, at this point in playing D&D? Like, I'll never force myself into your game, but if you guys all came to me and really wanted me to play, I would. You would come and play in earnest. You'd be like... Yeah. You wouldn't just come and be like, I'm Jewish calculator boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not going to fucking risk it if you're like, like, this is hard one sure foot here. This is, but this is my fear. I don't want you to come onto the podcast and be like, "Uh I pants hard one. (laughs) That's the only thing you don't want me to do is to just ridicule your character. Well, my character would kill you if you did. (laughs) Yeah, right. I've got ninja skills for I'm a calculator with eyes. I would definitely make sure that Murph, uh, like, made you a level, like, five, so you had less attacks than I did. If I ever wanted to prank you IRL, I would say, everyone, let's secretly convince me to join the game, and then when I join the game, everyone love me and hate Hard One, and then I'll kill Hard One. (laughs) And murder you from the game. That would just ruin my life. (laughs) Well, it'd be like, we're just fucking with you. This isn't a real episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm crying. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. Hard one didn't take it too personally. Hurwitz, on the other hand, is acting like a real loser. Uh, but you would do another uh, another campaign. Yeah, I think I would. And I think this guy, I guess I would maybe mention to the girlfriend, like, hey, I was gonna, I'm going to play D&D with your roommate, um, but I only want to do that if you don't think it's going to be weird, so let me know. All right. Um, here's a question from a lady. Hey. What's a lady in D&D called? Maribel the Terrible. Maribel the Terrible Bell writes, I'm a big fan and I badly need your help. I've been dating my boyfriend for six and a half years. Recently, I started hanging out with this guy that's very sexually forward. The first time we hung out, he was very aggressive about flirting and coming on to me. I was hesitant at first, but since then, I've let him come on my face and penetrate me a little. I don't know what to do. Okay. I don't, don't want to be... You're already doing something. <laughs> I don't want to be cheating on my boyfriend, but I just can't stop with this other guy. He's kind of freaking into the same shit as me. So the chemistry is insane. My boyfriend encourages me to hang out with him because he's also our dealer and gives me some pretty good prices. And I know I won't stop myself. So what do I do? I don't want to break up with my boyfriend. I love him, and I want to be with him. And I also want to get fucked by this other guy. It's it's purely sexual. So help me, Jake and Amir. You're my only hope. Love? Maribel the Terrible. P.S. Some of the freaky stuff for context is choking, slapping, hair pulling, being held down, general submissive shit. 
and some pretty steamy fantasies of his that I don't think are appropriate for podcasting. My boyfriend will do some of these things for me, but not into it in the same way. Okay. Um, stay safe with your role play. Um, you don't love your boyfriend and want to be with him. <laughs> you can't love someone and then want to have some weird, kinky, crazy sex with your dealer. Yeah, you don't. You don't get to have both. Fuck. Also, like, she's saying, like, I don't know what to do. Like, something awful isn't already being done. <laughs> like, like I have... killed someone and I don't know what to do. You've my... ruined your relationship. <laughs> it, that is over. You have had an illicit affair where you. <laughs> But it's, Let, not over, it's not over yet because this guy doesn't know about it. Right. If you actually love your boyfriend, then you should tell him, or I get not wanting to have this conversation. <laughs> I'm a liar, too. But Hell, you should it's break, easier not to. Break up with your boyfriend. You don't even have to tell him. You can just say, hey, this relationship isn't giving me everything that I want. <laughs> For and example, that, choking and other well, steamy that, shit. But like one of the things that you want is to be fucked by your dealer. So your relationship's not giving you that because that's not allowed in your relationship. So you have to say, I don't want to be in this relationship and I want to be fucked by this dealer. And if you're looking for a way to get out of the relationship, a great way to do so is by saying, hey, I've been fucking our weed dealer. And then the guy would be like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. And then you could be like, I can't believe you're breaking up with yeah. me. You could be like, but I love you and I want to be with you. Yeah. And then I'll be like, well, I don't want to be with you. And then that sort of makes the decision easy because it's, ah, uh, he decided and you didn't. It's a little weird in like a, a more general world level that like you can play tennis or get frozen yogurt or hug other people but as soon as you have sex with other people a relationship is over like if it's hard to like imagine explaining that to an alien it wouldn't really make sense it's true when i put my meat into her meat yeah then that then, then all emotional relations uh to others that i love are severed but why won't you love her still <laughs> i do <laughs> But I did something bad that one time. It doesn't time. seem so bad. It looks like urination to me. That's honestly, I w take me to your planet. <laughs> take <laughs> me to your dealer. Fucking the alien. <laughs> Are you into sub shit? Ow. Can I dom? When you pee-peed, was that also cheating? It looked the same to me. <laughs> it pee -pee It was. You stuck your dick in a toilet and the liquid came out. I cheated on my ex with a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Maury Povich fucking headline. <laughs> Can you believe that? How is that fair? I cheated with my fucking toilet. Toilet, you are the father. <laughs> Flush. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're saving that for a family guy we're writing. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll thank some peoples, and then we'll be right back uh, after this. All right. With some more Q's and A's. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate 
instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the fight. <laughs> sure do bud everyone should go see mission impossible fallout yeah it was awesome <laughs> it was we're so... not getting paid this is not an ad <laughs> it was just cool i just liked it it was long but i was excited about it because like every every 30 minutes the movie resets into a new cool 30 minute movie yeah i really i just love how much like i think maybe it's just because action movies have gotten more and more predictable yeah like so often in mission impossible like just you're like oh shit something's gonna go wrong but like you'll get saved at the last second it's like yeah. no everything goes so so wrong <laughs> like wronger than you think it can go in an action movie and they still save it in a quasi clever suspenseful suspenseful way yeah there's there's a it's just it's really good i thought all the the actors are great uh henry cavill is yeah that guy was really cool so cool with the mustache and the tall and the strong yeah and the hot and yeah. i feel like he as superman like the point is that he's kind of just like boring the, yeah he's like a little clark kent's sort of like vanilla yeah so seeing him in like a real role was pretty cool yeah and tom cruise is awesome Tom yeah. Cruise does all his own stunts, which I always thought was like, okay, so he's the guy that like holds on to a piece of glass on a green screen and they say, oh, he's on a building. That's yeah. kind of tough and I respect it. But no, he's actually outside of a building mm -hmm. and he's actually sprinting on a rooftop and jumping onto a different building 30 feet away. And, break, and breaking his ankle. Yeah. I can't believe they used the take where he broke his ankle. I guess they were too afraid to do it again, which makes sense. But like... <laughs> Even like they could him have hobbling like, picked, away. They could have picked up like him hobbling. climbing over. Yeah, but, but no, they liked it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's so dumb that he does his own stunts that like I almost go all the way around from respecting it to not respecting it again. Like because you, what, you're careful because you'll kill Tom Cruise. Yeah, like why do you want to do this, Tom Cruise? Okay, so you broke your foot. And now we have to all go home for seven months. Are you happy, Tom Cruise? You did your own stunts, I and now he, we have to change the fucking movie schedule. That's because you wanted to of, do I mean, it. That, that is part of it. Where like you're like, okay, Tom Cruise is going to do this movie. Um, but he won't <laughs> let anybody do his stunts. Does he, does that it's mean like he's somebody the... having a big trailer? You're like, all right, but Tom wants to be the guy on the helicopter. Yeah. And he, he was actually flying the helicopter. So when they were spin, spinning and spiraling out of control in that valley, 
he learned how to fly a helicopter so he could do that. That's so crazy. Does that make him the best stunt person on earth? Because like, is or there the not an actor? <laughs> is there not a stunt person who could do the helicopter and the running and jumping and like the flipping and the fighting? So he learned how to do it all, and then also he's Tom Cruise. Like, is it is there a chance where he's the best stunt person in Hollywood? Does he get too? paid extra for doing his stunts too? He should get paid extra because everyone's watching this movie for him. That like one, he says, "I will risk." getting hurt and then the movie will have to shut down and the movie studio's like, all right, I'm still down to do it. And two, he's kind of an insane Scientologist and people are like, ah, it's forgivable. Yeah. He's so good at acting and being cool and being Ethan Hunt that people are willing to just completely gloss we'll over. Let all the, the weird shit slide. <laughs> the scary, borderline dangerous, evil shit that Scientology does. Yeah. I guess you should also watch uh, Going Clear, the Scientology <laughs> documentary. Because he's in that too. Yeah. And he does all his own stunts. Not as good of a light there. He's, did he, he's sort of like taking a backseat a little bit. Like it's not as out in the open Scientology for him since Going Clear came out, I think. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I don't really follow it. But um, it, it's also funny to me that like he was in risky business. Yeah. And like He's been cocktail. famous for 35 years. Like when he was just a charming young actor, it's kind of interesting thing to be like you are going to be 56 and an amazing action star yeah and still sprinting and jumping and looking hot at the same time yeah. you're actually dangling from a helicopter and then hoping that you don't die tom cruise is the man and so am i also wait what <laughs> i just said tom cruise is the man and then he does all his own shit <laughs> and then what are you you're the man because you watched it while eating popcorn i'm the man too just for unrelated <laughs> reasons got it tom cruise is also completely like avoided like like, you know how Will Smith has to become more relevant and make his own Instagram videos now? Mm. Tom Cruise is not, like, tweeting up a storm or Instagramming videos behind the scenes. It's Does just he like, have an Instagram or a Twitter? You know, I checked, and he recently did, I think, for Mission Impossible, but it's, like, almost, like, run by his, like, PR sure. person. It's yeah. just, like, clips, trailers. It's not like, oh, I'm hanging out with this person. He's so guarded. Like, I can't imagine a world where Tom Cruise is driving or texting on his phone. Imagine, like, Tom Cruise waiting for a sandwich on his iPhone. Like, I don't think he does that. This, I don't is, think Matt, he... this is Matt Damon. <laughs> he's the but new... he is the new Matt Damon. But he's like Matt Damon. Like, Matt Damon, I can not I can imagine him doing normal things, but not doing them poorly. I can't even imagine Tom Cruise, like, going to bed and waking up. Like, what is that process like for Tom Cruise? Yeah. Does Tom Cruise go to the dentist? The dentist comes to Tom Cruise. <laughs> like... <laughs> the dentist makes a house call for Cruise. And then, like, when they're shooting, is he at a hotel and, like, getting picked up in a car and arriving to set? Or does he take his own motorcycle? Like, I don't know who this guy is and what he does. Does he yeah. have friends? No. He doesn't have a posse. He's not hanging out with, like, Toby Maguire. Does he listen to a podcast? <laughs> Has Tom Cruise ever listened to a podcast? Maybe. I want to say no. I have to say no. Because I can't fucking handle the reality of Tom frickin' Cruise. Being a huge fan of my brother, my brother, and me, and not us. <laughs> I think his name is actually Tom Cruise, too, which yeah, makes it even so. crazier. I, I, I agree with so that. So, this, like, once in once every other generation, a, a hero is born with a perfect name, a perfect attitude, a perfect body, yeah. a perfect face. And this generation? Amir Shmuel. Oh, hi there. I can sing and dance. I wonder if he can do that. You think he can do musical theater just because he can do everything good? I think he can dance. I don't think he can sing. He's still charming as heck. Can Tom Cruise sing? Google it. Can Tom Cruise sing? You think he wants to do a comedy, like Tropic Thunder style? Well, he, he has a comedy, yeah. like Tropic Thunder style. Yeah, but like starring, he would star in a comedy, or that would be too dangerous for his brand. Jerry Maguire's like sort of a rom-com. Did you see American Made, the last movie he was in? Yes. How was that one? It wasn't as good as the, like, I like these, uh, I like... The what big blockbuster Tom Cruise. Well, like Jack Reacher and um, Live, Die, Repeat, or uh, Edge of Tomorrow, that one's called, and um, and The Mission Impossibles. Like, he, in those movies, he's the man, and he knows, like, what's... And he, like, can kick ass. Um, <laughs> and in American Made, he's, like, sort of a pilot who, like, stumbles onto like dealing with the cartel like he's not an action hero so you I don't like buy him you don't buy him as a guy who can't do everything yeah it's kinda. not the part he was bored to play like why it right an american made he should have single-handedly taken down the cartel because <laughs> he's tom freaking cruise that's why can he sing <laughs> i haven't checked yet. 
But uh, he could probably learn how. He learned how to fly a freaking helicopter. I also heard that he learned how to hold his breath for seven minutes. Really? In the last Mission Impossible, where he had to like do a whole bunch of underwater stuff. Like his character had to submer- be submerged for seven minutes. They can definitely cheat that. Has he done a bad movie? Like, what's the worst movie he's been in? Um, he's de- definitely done bad movies. What's his seven pounds? Uh, Oblivion, I think people didn't like, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, even a bad movie with Tom Cruise is pretty freaking good. He's still Tom fucking Cruise. Because it's me and Tom, and we're hanging out in a movie theater for two hours, at least. You know Cruise is down to chill. Uh, All right, that's our unsolicited advice. Can he sing? Uh, Christ, Blumenfeld, do I have to beg it? Can Tom Cruise sing? (laughs) The number one autofill was, can Tom Cruise read? (laughs) Casting, Tom Cruise played Stacy Jacks in the film Rock of Ages. Shankman knew Cruz was uh, in when he heard him and on the first go-around of his voice lesson confirming that he actually has a fantastic voice. Cruz has been singing for five hours a day to prepare for this work as a musician, Stacy Jacks. Have you seen Rock of Ages? No. I haven't seen it either, but it's him singing. Oh, that's right. He's Rock of Ages. All right, sweet. Let's watch that later. All right. Next question. Uh, next question. Do you want to tackle a Romanian hottie or a person who might kill their cat? Killing the cat. Kill the cat. Let's get another girl's name. Moonshine Sibin. All right. Moonshine Sibin. That's Emily. Writes, I'll get straight to the point. I'm scared I'm going to kill my cat or at the very least injure her severely. We just moved and out of our house, the two cats slept in the basement in the old house. I know it sounds like a cold hellscape, but they actually loved it. But now they don't have a basement or anywhere for them to sleep. So I was like, fuck it. They can sleep in my room. And it's fun to have them with me. But here's the thing. One of the cats, Lottie, will always sleep right next to me on the pillow. She's small enough to take out about half of it. So I don't really move her. I always feel too guilty. Now you might be thinking, okay, no problemo. If you roll over on her, I'm sure she'll just meow and run away. I fucking wish. The thing is, Lottie is extremely fucking stupid. I don't know (laughs) if she just doesn't register pain or what, but she doesn't. I accidentally stepped on her tail once and she didn't flinch. She just looked at me dead in the eyes. So I fear that I might roll over and suffocate and crush her. I know she would just let it happen. (laughs) I love her to death, but she's so painfully dumb. The other cat had to teach her how to groom herself when we first got her. She stunk for the first year of life until he was like, okay, fuck you, you stink. This is how you're going to clean yourself. So yeah, to sum it up, I might roll over on my cat and she just might let it happen. Please help. Also not sure if we're supposed to like put in our info on here, but if it's something... uh, uh, or if it's something you sort of guess, but I'll do it anyway. I'm female, 15, and from California. Have fun helping me not kill my cat. All right. We are all Lottie. <laughs> We're all the dumb cat. That... We're all the dumb cat. Imagine being so dumb you don't even say you're in pain. <laughs> I'm stepping right. on your foot and you stare at me dumb. This is fine on the day. <laughs> I wish I didn't feel this. Or maybe she just doesn't feel the pain at all. Yeah. I think even if you don't feel pain, you would probably feel when you're getting suffocated. <laughs> oh, it's happening. I'm blacking out and I am gone forever. Good night. Meow. I also think it'd be really hard to like roll over on her if she's on the pillow and you suffocate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to move her under the pillow. Yeah. And she would have to be so dumb she wouldn't struggle to get out. Here's what I want you to try. Give her a little half drown. No. A little no. half drown to see if she I struggles. Don't think so. Otherwise, what if she's just staring at you blank-faced under the water and little bubbles are coming out of her nose? She's too dumb to even be afraid of water. Then, at that point, you give up the cat. You realize you actually have a stuffed cat, right? (laughs) Your cat. Lottie is not a real cat. (laughs) Lottie has no body. She's a stuffed little hottie. She can't feel or experience or communicate pain. That's Lottie for you. That's like, it's like the extreme version of why people don't like cats. It's like, I can't, I can't reason with this beast. Right. It's, it's nice to hear, it's kind of refreshing to hear a cat is stupid. Because so, so often people are like, oh, the cats are so smart. Yeah, they're so smart. Yeah, That's they don't why just they run act up like that. for affection because they're smarter than you. Yeah, well, give me right. a dumbass dog then. Oh, I want right. someone who's so dumb no, they like, think I was dead when I left for five minutes. And now when I'm back, they're fucking flipping their shit. That's pain. <laughs> When I step on Luke's tail, I want to hear a little. <laughs> he'll yip. Oh, he'll yip, and, yip, and, and he'll hooray. hold a grudge too. 
<laughs> because unlike an elephant, my cat never forgets. I'm trying. I'm thinking about getting a dog. I'm thinking hard about getting a dog. You dog sat the other day. I did. How'd that go? Uh, it was great. For my birthday, Jill got me a um, a day with a dog. Uh-huh. She borrowed a dog from a friend uh-huh. and brought it over the house. And I'd never met the dog. It was a great dog. Uh, but I woke up and I just like heard panting in the kitchen. I was like, doggy? And the dog <laughs> ran into the bedroom. Did you think for a second she got you a dog for it, real? Like, <laughs> it crossed my mind. I, like my first thought was just like, Jill would never. She would never. She didn't. And then I looked at her and I was like, you and she was like, "We have it for the day." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna ask if you turned into the dog. <laughs> I thought you were the dog <laughs> for a second, and I was like, "Upgrade." So she got you. Was it like a favor, or she's like, "Can I borrow a friend's dog for the day?" She asked a, her friend if we could borrow the dog for the day. We took it on a hike as was, a gift. Yeah, as a gift to me. <laughs> it was awesome. You're like a six year old boy. Yes. Except, <laughs> except not as sad when they have to give the dog back. Or maybe you were. Uh, I wasn't. You know, it's it is a lot to have a dog. I was like constantly like, "Where's the dog? What's the dog doing? I have to entertain the dog." Yeah, because well, yeah, we went on a hike, and I was like, got out of the car, and I was like, "Oh wait, we I like can't just open the door." Yeah, like all right, the dog's on the leash, and then like, oh, I have to put on my backpack. Like, will you hold the dog while I do this? <laughs> yeah, it's this little responsibility, low level that just is constantly there. Right, like someone has to have their eyes and hand on it yeah. at, at all times. And until you stop giving a shit about the dog, then it's like, oh, I left the dog at home. Oh, the dog is wherever. Now I'm on a hike and I didn't bring the dog. Yeah, I guess I did sort of imagine that like maybe at some point you like, once you know the dog really well, you're like, oh, I can, I don't have to like look and make sure the dog's not eating the carpet because yeah. I know this dog never eats the carpet. Or I know the dog always eats the carpet <laughs> and the dog's eating too. the carpet <laughs> and I can know that without looking. Because he's my fucking dog, that's why. Did you feed the dog? Uh, fed a, fed a, fed a, I, we fed her treats. That's good. Did you water the dog? You have to water the dog. We gave her water. Uh, she, we gave her lots of water, gave her a couple treats. Did you give the dog away at the end of the day? Did you go back or did it, did you sleep with the dog? We brought the dog back at like 6 PM and, uh, Jill's friend said that she laid at the door and cried <gasps> for us. Wow. So the dog, just one day into it, instantly prefers its new home. I took that dog on a hike and gave it lots of treats. It made sense to me that that dog (laughs) would be in love with me. (laughs) Because who knows how often somebody who has the dog all the time, they're not hiking every day. And they're definitely not giving it as much treats as I did. It was unhealthy. Yeah, too many treats. absolutely unhealthy. How many treats did you The dog vomited several times. Treats, the treats. Mm -hmm. What kind of treats? Doggy treats? Human treats. Human treats. Truffles? Yeah, little chocolates. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't. Can't do the, but it's like a chocolate malt. <laughs> that's not, that's, a, that's a lot shake. of chocolate. That's a lot of chocolate for the dog. Well, I gave it some Hershey Kisses. That's I don't, not no. That's milk chocolate. That's milk chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Is the dog not allowed to have milk? <laughs> Last time I checked, I breastfed a cat. <laughs> Christ. At a funeral. <laughs> uh, do you want to answer one more question? Sure. <clears throat> Give me a guy's name. Hard one fucking sure foot. I love that. Hard one writes, I love the show and it seems that I need your help. I matched with this girl on Hater who pretty quickly started sending me nudes on Snapchat. And uh, uh, I'm a 17-year-old boy from Norway and she's 18 from Romania. She was in an open relationship with a girl there because she was bi. So that and the fact that we live in different countries made me think it was harmless flirting and sexting. Surely nothing could come of it, right? Think again. Got it so far? Oh, I think so. <laughs> he matched with a bi stranger in a different country on Hater. Where? What? Where is he from? He's from Norway. Okay, and she's from where? Romania. Romania. I don't know if that's like good or close or. <laughs> that just seems like a random World Cup match that I accidentally watched once. Anyway, she's broken up with her boyfriend since, or girlfriend since, claiming she was a lying bitch and immediately told me that I was now her main dude. It also turns out that she was way more invested in this than I was, uh, as I grew bored of the constant texting a few days after we had started talking. But now, a month later, she still texts and snaps a lot. While this may be a bit annoying, it's fine. I mean, I get a fair amount of nudes from it. But here's where things get complicated. 
Yesterday, she sent me a snap saying, you like my Louis Vuitton bag? Well, I'm going to sell it and a couple more to visit you in Norway. I answered with, no, you shouldn't do that. And her reply was, why not? I want to see you. Fuck you. I dodged it with some comment about how she shouldn't sell things to see me, how she should come to Norway for the scenery. I can't help but think that this thing should be like a dream come true, but the thing is, I'm a virgin, and I don't think I want my first time to be with a girl from a different country who's a lot more invested than me uh, and in what we have going on. I definitely don't want a long-distance relationship, but I'm also like another girl that actually, I actually like, sorry, I like another girl that actually goes to my school, and although she doesn't like me romantically yet, I'm still really interested in her. Me and this hater girl from Romania match pretty well personality-wise, and keep in mind that she is a super hot girl that I can get nudes from any time without, uh, without ever having to send someone of my own. So my question is, what should I do with this situation? I don't want to hurt her feelings, and I definitely don't want her to sell her stuff to come see me, and I don't even know if I want to have sex with her. I would be very much appreciated to get your help, hopefully before she buys a ticket. P.S. Attaching some photos so you can see what she looks like. Um, and it's attached to uh, photos Jesus. of an attractive 18 year old Romanian lady. Okay. What a, what a international love affair. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why? I don't quite understand why he doesn't like the girl from Romania that likes him. He's just what, nervous. <laughs> he's is... nervous because he's a virgin and it's this 18 year old hottie. And it's like, whoa, I don't want this to be my first time. Things got too real too quickly. We don't necessarily mesh. I'd really hate if, but he said he got along. I'd hate for my first time <laughs> to be with somebody who likes me is really hot and we get along well. <laughs> yeah, he's afraid to take the plunge because it's his first time. That's fair. So you don't have, you can see her and not have sex. That's yeah. also fine. Oh, uh, like set the s- parameters before she gets there. Yeah, like I want to, I I want to see you. I don't know if I'm ready for sex. I like the nudes, but the nudes in person IRL might freak me out. There's also the idea that like you can't continue to have stuff exactly the way you like it and not hurt her feelings. Your ideal is you want to get free nudes from her whenever you want, talk to her as little as possible, never see her, and have her feelings not be hurt because you like her enough to at least not want to hurt her feelings. That's right. But you have to understand <laughs> that the things you want would hurt her feelings. Uh-huh. If you if she heard like, all right, so what I want out of this is nudes from you, minimal communication, <laughs> and you don't come to visit. That's sad for her to hear. But it hurts her feelings <laughs> less to hear these things now than it would for her to hear them after she's sold her bags, after she's visited you, maybe after you've even slept with her. I understand that there's a lot of pressure on the visit because it's like, whoa, you're visiting me. I hope now I have to entertain you. You should come unrelated to me and then that'll be fine because you're not relying on me and you're not here for God knows how long and the sex might be great, but then it might come with a lot of pressure baggage. Right. So You don't want to have a house guest. Yeah, no house guest. So I think what he can say is like, I'd like to see you. I don't necessarily want you to visit just for me. But if you're in Norway, yes, I'd love to hang out and whatever happens, happens. Right. And she's like, I live in Romania. Why would I ever go to Norway (laughs) except to see you? Have you you watched our fjords? There are beautiful jorgs of fjords here. (laughs) You can have fun on the fjords and then you can have fun in my fords. That's right. I drive a Ford Taurus. Because I am a tourist. How's that for a fiesta? <laughs> nice. A Ford fiesta. So, obviously, you would go for it because you jump headfirst into exciting stories. I'm in love with her. Yes. <laughs> what? I just showed you one picture and all I, of a sudden... And I didn't even see it because of the glare, but she's yeah, 18 and I she lives you. in Romania. I'm, you're downloading Hater. I am You are a hater. downloading Hater. You're a hater. I, I had to look up what Hater was. Do you know what Hater is? No. It's a dating app where it matches you based on mutual hatreds or things. Oh. It's like, I hate vegans. Oh, I hate vegans too. The theory being that people are more attracted to those that hate similar things rather than like similar things. That's inherently negative. I'm not behind it. Yeah. So you would match with someone who also hated that. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) I'm back in. Uh, All right. So what would you do? This is if I were you after all. Um. What I would do is let her visit me and uh, tell her to stay with me and then regret it the entire time. That's probably what I would do. I think what you should do is tell her that you're not ready for a relationship where you guys see each other, but you like texting every once in a while because that's the truth. Yeah. 
God, it would be a fun story. I want to see what happens. Whatever happens, you got to let us know. Give us that follow-up pup. Yeah, we need to follow up. I could, but you know, he's a he's a teenager from Norway. It's a it's a lot of pressure. It's an exciting situation. Good time. Kind of, I kind of want him just to say yes because it'll be like a great story, not only for us but for himself later in life. He'll definitely survive, <laughs> unless she's some sort of Ethan Hunt esque spy. How cool was it at the the cold open of Mission Impossible where he's like, "We're always something," and then goes, and then just the credits are rolling. Did you like it? Uh, she did. She liked it a lot. All right, cool. Because I want to know, like, the the POV of somebody who's not necessarily a huge Tom Cruise slash action movie star. Yeah, snob. No, right, exactly. Jill does not usually like action movies, but she dug it. <laughs> she, and she went to bed in the middle of Avengers Infinity War, which we also watched this weekend. It yeah. was a whole Jake weekend. <laughs> For I got my way. That's yeah. 33, baby. That's the difference. I don't like superhero movies because it's just like, I'm inventing a gun and now I've invented a bigger gun and there's just so much special effects I can't wrap my brain around it. But I like the idea of Tom Cruise jumping from a building to another building. That's more, just like, understandable to me. You're like, I could imagine an evil mastermind trying to set off atomic bombs. Yeah. But I can't quite imagine a uh, alien overlord <laughs> trying to take over the universe. Yeah. Do you like both of them? You I like, do like both. You of them. like Ethan Hunt, and you like the alien overlord. Yeah, overlord. I like any any like buddy. Like I like people of outstanding uh stature and prowess <laughs> uh overcoming odds like even like because tom cruise is the man he can, <laughs> he can do anything but it's like that mission was nearly impossible even for tom cruise <laughs> it was so close the way they narrowly avoided disaster <laughs> yeah. what i want to see is tom cruise in a superhero movie so i can know once and for all do i just dislike superhero yeah, tom movies cruise, or do never, i love super he, he tom never cruise. played a superhero right he's always just played like every man or not every man but like action I mean, ethan hunt human. is basically batman yeah tom cruise as batman makes a lot of sense to me i'd like to see that it's too late he's 55 or 56 he, he's forever young forever young all right thanks for listening we are all out of time if you have your own questions or theme song submissions send them all to if i were you show at gmail.com opening one was jakey's mom this closing one is sylvana again i think we used her song last week or the week before yeah another theme song it's a ocean eyes cover not really sure what that is but thank you sylvana and thanks to you guys for listening we'll be back next week by the time you hear our next episode jake will be a married man oh boy imagine that dragons ciao Adios. I've been listening for a while. This podcast never fails to make me smile. Make me smile. No fear. No matter how hard I try, I can be funny as these two guys. I'm scared When Jake and Amir will die When their plane falls from the sky From the sky If I were you If I were you If I were you That was a HeadGum Podcast.